Hey everyone, it's Father Pat, here today to offer you my reflections on the scripture readings for today. Our readings for today are from Wednesday of the second week of Lent. A reading from the book of the prophet Jeremiah. The people of Judah and the citizens of Jerusalem said, Come, let us contrive a plot against Jeremiah. It will not mean the loss of instruction from the priests, nor of counsel from the wise, nor of messages from the prophets. And so let us destroy him by his own tongue. Let us carefully note his every word. Heed me, O Lord, and listen to what my adversaries say. Must good be repaid with evil, that they should dig a pit to take my life? Remember that I stood before you to speak in their behalf, to turn away your wrath from them. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Our response, save me, O Lord, in your kindness. Save me, O Lord, in your kindness. You will free me from the snare they set for me, for you are my refuge. Into your hands I commend my spirit. You will redeem me, O Lord, O faithful God. Save me, O Lord, in your kindness. I hear the whispers of the crowd that frighten me from every side as they consult together against me, plotting to take my life. Save me, O Lord, in your kindness. But my trust is in you, O Lord. I say, you are my God. In your hands is my destiny. Rescue me from the clutches of my enemies and my persecutors. Save me, O Lord, in your kindness. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. As Jesus was going up to Jerusalem, he took the twelve disciples aside by themselves and said to them on the way, Behold, we are going up to Jerusalem, and the Son of Man will be handed over to the chief priests and the scribes, and they will condemn him to death, and hand him over to the Gentiles to be mocked and scourged and crucified, and he will be raised on the third day. Then the mother of the sons of Zebedee approached Jesus with her sons and did him homage, wishing to ask him for something. He said to her, What do you wish? She answered him, Command that these two sons of mine sit, one at your right and the other at your left, in your kingdom. Jesus said in reply, You do not know what you are asking. Can you drink the chalice that I am going to drink? They said to him, We can. He replied, My chalice you will indeed drink, but to sit at my right and my left? This is not mine to give, but is for those for whom it has been prepared by my father. When the ten heard this, they became indignant at the two brothers. But Jesus summoned them and said, You know that the rulers of the Gentiles lord it over them, and the great ones make their authority over them felt. But it shall not be so among you. Rather, whoever wishes to be great among you shall be your servant. Whoever wishes to be first among you shall be your slave. Just so, the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve, and to give his life as a ransom for many. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. I honestly can't tell you why I drink coffee. I didn't start drinking it until uh, I was doing a summer internship during college. It was an office environment, and I guess I started drinking it just to fit in. Some years later, I stopped adding cream and sugar. And then several years ago, I, I cut caffeine out of my diet. So I now only drink black decaffeinated coffee. For what reason? I have no idea. Objectively, coffee doesn't taste good. It's bitter and acidic. And yet it's the first thing I look for upon waking up. And I drink several cups throughout the day. 
I'm somehow drawn to it as though life wouldn't be complete if I didn't have it. In today's gospel, Jesus questions James and John after they arrogantly request through their mother special honor when Jesus enters fully into his kingdom. It's unclear why they believe they are more qualified or deserving than the others. Before telling them that there's no chance of that happening, he says to them, You do not know what you are asking. Can you drink the chalice that I am going to drink? James and John insist that they can, thinking that the chalice of a king will be filled with the choicest wine. Who would turn that down? But James and John really don't know what they're asking. Just prior to this exchange, Jesus has told the disciples again what will happen in Jerusalem, and they're getting closer to arriving there with each passing day. The chalice that Jesus is talking about is the cup of suffering, the bitter vintage of the brokenness of our sinful world. And yet, James and John will indeed drink of the Lord's chalice, and they will do it willingly. They probably couldn't explain, at least in human language, why they continue to drink such a bitter cup. And yet they knew that they must. It became the focus of their lives. It was worth leaving everything else behind. At the beginning of this desert time in my own life, a friend encouraged me to read the prophecy of Jeremiah. I've come to identify with him more than I would like. Jeremiah was a reluctant prophet at first, and he was constantly ignored, mocked, persecuted, and even imprisoned. He was exiled to Babylon and later to Egypt. And yet, he never stopped preaching, despite knowing the cup that he drank would be bitter and acidic. He couldn't explain why. He just knew he had to do it. Nothing else made sense to him. Well, I guess I'll pour another cup of coffee, decaf coffee, that is. I can't explain it, nor can I explain the folly of preaching the gospel in spite of all the obstacles in my way. I just know that I must, because I know that you must in your own way. The cup is ours to share. May Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Have a great day, and say a prayer for me.